What's up, record spinners? It's Noel coming back with uh, another episode of the Record Spinner podcast. This episode, Getting Technical, is the title. Um, hoping to get into some of the more technical things around the vinyl world. I don't want to bore you guys, so I, I think that this Getting Technical episode will be more of a segment. And what I mean by that is going forward, I think what I want to do is just have a few real cool facts about the vinyl technical side of vinyl that I list out in a segment of every episode, as opposed to trying to just give it all out here in 30 minutes or 45 minutes in it. And then, of course, having a part two, which is, you know, you guys know me by now. It's it's very uh, common that I try to make a part part two of something that I feel like I didn't cover all the way. So yeah, instead, I think I'll just do segments, um, turn it into a segment. It'll be kind of a lead off or a topic like segment for this episode. But moving forward, I I may put it at the beginning. Uh, I may put it at the end. You never know. So so just look out for that, I guess. Um, I would love it if you guys if you guys are watching this or, or viewing this or listening to this on whatever app or platform you're listening to it. Rate rate the podcast rate it rate it rate it rate it rate it of course if you can like it i know some platforms don't have that capability but if you are listening on listening notes or listener notes or backtracks or something like that one of those smaller podcast platforms like it like it like it like it like it like it and of course the biggest thing is for that loved one in your life that may not know about the podcast may not know about this little guy who's doing some stuff about music. He may be really interested in this podcast, or she may be really interested in this podcast. Share this with them. Share it. Share it, share it, share it. You can do that by giving them all my handles. Social media's Rebirth of the Cool. Of course, the website is therecordspinner.com and you can email me or pass the email along to other people to email me at therecordspinnerpodcast at gmail.com where do i start today today is a very interesting day it's february so happy black history month right it's it's black history month of course every day is black history month here at the record spinner podcast this is this is what i talk about black music black art uh i I delve into some black philosophy every now and again Uh, i have a episode that i'm trying to write currently around um, uh, some of the more pro-black groups who may be considered militant by the u.s government and and others and and society Uh, but these groups are responsible for a lot of amazing music a lot of amazing musicians Um, and when i say they're responsible i mean twofold so sometimes you'll get musicians that come directly out of these movements. Think for a second, uh, a group like the Nation of Islam, Public Enemy, right? Public Enemy introduced a whole entire generation to this uh, nation uh, that otherwise, honestly, and this is just my opinion, in my opinion, maybe wouldn't have heard of the Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam, unfortunately, unfortunately, has a, a tag or a stereotype for being anti-white, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, 
So we don't give a lot of credit to the nation of Islam. We don't give a lot of respect to the nation of Islam. But here at the Record Spinner Podcast and other platforms very similar to mine, this is kind of what I all I take in. So I don't hear a lot of the kosher talk around who is a good black and a bad black and etc. 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 I only hear the voices that I talk about, and that's other black voices, other black people who are trying to uplift the race. However, possible that is the goal that is the objective and the record spinner podcast stands firmly in solidarity with all of those groups that are trying to uplift the black race however possible but yeah happy black history month and if you're not a part of the conscious community in the black community how dare you uh <laughs> you shouldn't be here i'm kidding no i hope that you you do um find your find your way into that community because knowledge of self is super 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 important without knowledge of self who are you do you know so with of course this show focusing on black history every week i'm hoping to get an increase in, in viewership listenership subscribers all that stuff you know all that white pity stuff that happens around this time this this time of year oh we want to know about black people for 28 days like i hope i get some of that uh some of that um residual off of the back end maybe um after they get done watching whatever roots or whatever remake uh, the history channels doing this year so my first update actually has to do with black history it's really sad that it took it's it's like a bittersweet actually not sad so i've done this show around my favorite record stores i've been digging in the city of dc for now almost yeah almost seven seven eight years almost i started digging in dc in 2015 so what is that that's six years okay six so six years roughly six years almost seven i've had my record stores in the in the city of dc i've had these places that i've gone to religiously since i've moved into the city it wasn't until i read this really interesting article by okay player if you haven't heard of okay player it's uh I think it's based in uh, it's based off off of the roots. Questlove is one of the founders. I know. Um, I don't know how much involvement they, of course, have with it now, uh, but it's kind of like a it's like a black news outlet of sorts. Also, it's like a storage storefront sells records and clothing and all that stuff. I've bought records. I bought clothing from OK Player. I highly recommend going and and checking the the merchandise out. They're awesome, and I take it that they're based out of Philly since. The group is based out of Philly. So, yeah, I was reading this article. I think it was reposted. I think it was originally posted back in May of 2020. But the article was some of the best black owned record shops in the country, in the entire country. I think it was like a top 20 list. Top 20 black record stores in the entire country. And this, of course, it. It really, it, it, my antenna went up, right? So initially I was thinking, okay, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to map out all these places. So 
when I'm in their town, when I'm in New York, when I'm in uh, South Carolina or Mississippi was on the list. Uh, when I get back to Atlanta, right, when I go back to Norfolk, these are places where I'm, I'm from and I, I have roots. All these places were on the list, right? And, and I expected these places to be on the list, right? I mean, shout outs to Mood Music that didn't make the list, unfortunately. But Mood Music is one of my favorite record stores in the entire country. And it's based in Atlanta. I love that record store. It's awesome. Shout out to you, Daryl. But yeah, I didn't think that I was going to see DC on that list. One, because I know every fucking record store in the city, right? And not to say that in like some weird snooty way, but I do, right? <laughs> And I, and I do remember hearing of this new place back in 2018, HR, up past Georgia Avenue. And if you know anything about D.C., up past Georgia Avenue, that just means, OK, we're going to be in the car until we get to Silver Spring. <laughs> because there's not a lot around there. There's not a lot around um, once you get past uh, Columbia Heights or Georgia Avenue, Petworth, the Petworth neighborhood. Uh, once you get past there. It's kind of like no man's land for for a few reasons, honestly, you know, Metro, uh, Brightwood Park, Brightwood neighborhood, those places that that's simply a residential area, really um, high residential area. It has a few few shops and stuff around around the place, but not a lot. There's a record store that is in Brightwood Park and it's black owned. I heard of this place because of OK Player. And of course, my antenna being all the way up, I fell out of my chair when I saw HR Records was on this list. I didn't know. I thought HR Records was another white pop-up shop that was here to, you know, signify the, the gentrification of another neighborhood in D.C., <laughs> That's what I thought. I really thought that. But no, HR Records is, in fact, a black owned record store with a mission, a purpose, a goal to, of course, introduce the community to old black music, soul, funk, jazz. That's that's the whole purpose of this podcast. <laughs> that's the whole purpose of their record shop. It's awesome. I had I put everything down, right? So I found out about this place like Tuesday or Wednesday and I put everything down. Like I was like, I first I got to get the money together so I can go make this trip and spend some money there. I actually got to take Metro out as far as close as I can. And then, of course, take a lift out to get there. It's essentially what I did. But it was well worth it, though. This place is my new favorite place to go find records. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be an every week place like a Psalm or, or Birdland across the street from me now, right? These places are accessible, right? These places do the job for the time, right? But just like how out in Silver Spring, two of my favorite record stores are out that way, I'll add HR to my list now. Because I may not go, I may not go there every weekend. I'm going to try to make it every other weekend for sure. 
but I'm definitely going to have this place on my list to go grab records from. And if you're a collector, I would say a beginner to intermediate collector, I, I encourage you to do the same. It's an interesting place, has a really nice ambiance and feel. They were playing a lot of soul when I went in. I bought one of the soul records, uh, Charles Wright and the Watts. Um, I bought that record. Uh, I think it has what uh, Express Yourself on it. I bought that record because the sound system in there was just amazing. The vibe was just amazing in that entire place. The whole place is just set up like an old fashioned record storefront. All the listening stuff is in the back. The record, the DJing stuff is in the back. And the whole entire record, the whole entire store is just filled end to end with records. And mostly, again, soul, funk, jazz, gospel. Stuff that is really, really slept on. And I think it's really slept on by us. And so I think that the mission of this place to try and reawaken, re reignite, if you will, this passion this lost passion of the old black art within the new young demographic, I think it's going to serve it well. I think it's going to do great things in that neighborhood, and I am hoping to be a part. I got a chance to chat with the owner. Awesome guy. His name escapes me. Mr. He said not to call him sir or mister, so I do apologize about that. Um... But he was a really cool guy, really awesome guy to speak to from Trinidad originally. But he's been living in D.C. his whole life with the Howard. Cool, cool guy. I want to have him on the podcast. I want to interview him and talk to him about some of the things that I think he's seen in as a trend in, in the record community. I'm sure he can speak to some of that and other things as well. So be on the lookout for that episode coming, I, I hope. I hope it will come. Um, but we also got to chat about, you know, other stuff. We got to chat about some projects that he's currently, you know, involved in. Um, I think ABC, the local ABC affiliate here in D.C., just they just did like a sort of a kind of a snapshot, if you will, of his record store and, and kind of his life and, and what he's planning to do with the place. I can't wait to see it, actually. But, yeah, he invited me back for something else, and, and I don't know too much about the the details about what this thing is but you know it, it's coming up soon here in this month and of course as i know more i'm gonna tell the listeners more so stay on the stay on the lookout for that but i'm just really really excited that during the month of black history february i, I found a relic in dc a black owned record store that focuses on the exact same shit that i focuses that focus that i focus on <laughs> It's Christmas in February, for sure. So really, that's really the biggest update, the best update that I have right now. Um, it's I'm just so excited about this whole, the way this whole thing happened, the way the whole thing went down. Um, I did drop a lot of money in there, but guess what? I got a lot of records. Remember when I told you guys about how I spent a lot of money? I spent like $150 at Birdland, right? And I, I felt kind of you know, not robbed because I got some good stuff. I got some amazing stuff. And and I went to Birdland before, before I went to HR again. Um, but, but yeah, when I went to Birdland, uh, the last time I did the show around it and talking about how I got like four or five records, I spent like $150 here at HR and I got a bang for my buck. I got a lot of records. 
$150. It's not bad. It's not a bad day's work. And I was there for a while. I was I was there for almost two hours and uh, just digging around. They have a very overwhelming um, selection of records. Just so much. They just have so much records. And it's pretty cool that they have so much. Uh, I mean, well, now they're two years old, almost three years old, I'm sure now. Um, so, you know, they've been around for a while. So I, I guess, you know, they they hit the ground running and that's awesome. I, I, and so I'm really excited to be a part of whatever they do going forward. Um, if they need me to be the fucking spokesperson, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really here for this. So I'm really excited. So thank you to OK Player for pointing me in the right direction. I didn't even know, like, like, I'm sort of embarrassed about it, right? Like, what type of research did I do that I missed that HR Records was a Black-owned record store? How did I miss that part of the, the detail? How did I gloss over, oh, it's it's a Black-owned record store. This is what my focus is on, Black black vinyl music. This, this store is going to be perfect for that. This store will be perfect to talk about and highlight and talk more in-depth about. I missed the mark. And so I apologize to you all, for the listeners. I apologize to, of course, HR Records. And I, and I got to I gotta say this right up front. I kind of apologize to all of the record stores in the D.C. area because there will be there will be a significant cutback in, in my purchases, purchases from going forward. But I still have love for the entire community here in dc we have a very unique community of collectors djs store owners a very unique community of people who i think are a part of pushing black music forward and what i mean by that is not like in the musicianship way but right but like when i think of records i i think of dc like dc and philly and new york these are now uh, dc's now in the in the in the category of of a city that has records a city that you can go to if you're a record collector or a music enthusiast we're one of the hot cities like philly soul right or like chicago blues or you know dc is on the map with this stuff and that's awesome so I'm I'm all here for it. So that's that's the updates, the updates for today, uh, for this week. Again, shout out to everybody, uh, the owner at HR, uh, the 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 very helpful staff guy um, who I met also, who was like just throwing me records from like the dollar bin and the two dollar bin, and he he must have known that I was gonna buy these shits. He was just like tossing them out. He's like, yo, you you like that one? You like that one? You like that one? And I was just like eating it up. So. So definitely big shout outs to you guys and and I'll be back. I'll be back maybe maybe next week. I don't get paid this week, next week. <laughs> the following week. You guys broke the bank. So I'll be back next week. Again, as I said, happy Black History Month from the Record Spinner Podcast and where every day, every week, every episode is about black history. Today's episode, we're going to talk a brief bit about some technical stuff, though. Now, again, the purpose of this podcast is is a fewfold, right? Not twofold, but a fewfold, like threefold. 
It's about getting people into vinyl and physical music. It's about getting people into black music if they aren't already into black music. And it's about getting people into black contextual music or older music to see where we've come from into where into where we've gone or to where we are so with all of these things i think that there are going to be episodes and i, and I say this all the time but there are going to be episodes where i focus on one end of the spectrum more than the other right there are going to be some episodes where it's more vinyl than it is black and vice versa there'll be some episodes like like the episode i did about Makami. There's going to be some episodes like that where I'm just talking about rappers that I like and contemporary artists that I like. And that's cool. And then there are going to be those episodes where I'm strictly talking about Stanley Cow or uh, Weldon Irvine or whoever, Miles Davis, right? Like, there are going to be those episodes too. So I hope that you enjoy that. I hope that you enjoy that, that mix that I have here. I have a very unique mix. I'm going to talk about a few records that I grabbed over at... Um, I did mention... Uh, I did mention, actually, the, the Charles Wright record, so I don't have to mention that. Um, I do want to mention a few other records that I recommend, highly recommend, that I grabbed recently. And then I'm going to get into the getting technical. Fun fact of the episode, of the week. Fun fact of vinyl of the week. That'll be right when we return from this little miniature break. Just want to wet my whistle here. I don't need to pay no bills. I don't have them for the podcast yet, so... I know the recent grabs usually comes at the front of the show, but today we're doing things a little bit different. It's going at the back. And it's going at the back because I'm still very pissed. Still very, very pissed at records right now. Discogs. I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm being gypped. Hoodwinked. Bamboozled. (laughs) All of that. I still haven't gotten so many records that I've ordered. Now, some months ago, and and the months ago, okay, cool, because those are international, right? But the ones that I ordered that are domestic earlier in January, where the fuck are these records, man? Why are they taking so long? I don't understand. But, of course, being a vagabond that I am, I've gone and bought more records. So I went out to Birdland um, earlier, earlier this week, and grabbed some really cool stuff. Some Charles Tolliver, Paperman, and The Ringer. The Ringer is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's absolute classic. Um, I, I love that record. Uh, Bobby Humphrey, Blacks and Blues. And this record is just one of my favorite records to look at. Like, it's an absolute darling of a record. There's something about her smile, her hair, her t-shirt even. Like, it's just something captivating. Almost like that Mad Villainy album, right? It's just something that just grabs you about this album. Um, this this record has, of course, her... I want to call it a hit, but I don't know if it was a hit. But Harlem River Drive, which is 
If you haven't heard this song, please do yourself a favor and go listen to Harlem River Drive. You will thank me for this, I promise you. And you will probably want to buy this album. It's just a classic. Yeah, I bought some um I bought some Miles Davis and some Lee Morgan. Lee Morgan, who I don't have a lot of Lee Morgan records, actually. I get a deduction, I guess, for not having that many Lee Morgan records. Um But yeah, I, I grabbed a Lee Morgan tone poet reissue. Um got some Bobby Hutchison. Uh, Spirals, I believe, is the record I got from Bobby Hutchison. Um, what else did I grab? I grabbed, um, oh, Miles Davis. I got wanted to say in a quiet way, but it's in a silent way. <laughs> in a silent way, which is his 1969 classic. Am I saying classic too much? I don't know. But yeah, this record, uh, it's been one of those records that I've always wanted to grab. Uh, I have never put in the effort to grab though if that makes any sense so i'll see this record i'll pick it up i'll walk around the record stores you know digging and digging and digging and digging and digging i'll find some other stuff that i want more than this record now why would i want more why would i want something else more than this record well one because like i've said on a few episodes i like to think of myself as kind of a miles davis scholar and so I like to think I know like his best stuff and his best stuff I have. So there, there's another tier, right? There's that second tier. And so a lot of his records fall in that second tier to me. And so it's like, oh yeah, I'll get this record, but I'll get it when I get everything else I want. And so it's always kind of fall, fell to the back. Not today though. I finally grabbed it and really excited to listen to it on a turntable. So two updates. The Lee Morgan record is called Raja, the Raja. And the Bobby Hutchison record is Spiral, not spir not Spirals. So just a correction there. Uh, last but not least on today, I did get Cosmos by McCoy Tyner. I did get that and I opened the package, opened the sleeve of the record and yes it was mccoy tyner cosmos so round of applause for the discog seller who made sure that i got the right record so today's topic getting technical we're going to talk about some of the important things i think people who are just starting out and collecting vinyl just starting out into getting into physical music maybe Maybe just getting started into getting into music seriously, right? Like whatever, wherever you are in this category, it's very important that you know a, know a little bit about it. Because I think we, we kind of, especially in the music world or in the hobby world, rather, like if you get a hobby, sometimes you, you dive in nose first. I did this, right? Nose first. And there's some really fundamental things I think you should be taking note of or or fundamental things that maybe you should know about before you start to get serious about a hobby or serious about a, a, a part-time or serious about a craft or whatever. So uh, this is how this topic came to me, right? Like just thinking about some of the things I didn't know when I first started collecting records. One of these things was speed, the speed of records, the RPMs or revolutions per minute. This is super important in records. As you probably know, or if you're new, you probably don't know. 
the revolutions per minute it's broken down into two major ones but there are three all together so 45 is a 33 and a third or a 33 we're just going to say 33 for the purpose of this show but it's a 33 and a third technically um and then and then of course you have the 78 78s you won't run into very much anymore um those are the big i like to think that most of the classical music was recorded at that speed um on that on on the 12 inches but maybe maybe i'm wrong i don't know somebody somebody maybe tell me right speaking of somebody telling me please please tell me what types of questions what types of information you would like to know around this topic around this segment that's going to be continuing throughout the record spinner podcast uh from here on out what are some of the things that you either wanted to know about vinyl music the way it's made the way it's uh, put together or what are some of the questions that you have just about anything around physical music i can definitely go into to some details i'm looking at having some guests from furnace a suppressing plant out in uh, alexandria virginia looking to try to try and uh, have one of um, the employees or someone high up maybe even um, on the podcast to explain some of the real ins and outs the real intricacies of how how vinyl works because it's one of the coolest things i think in the music world I, i i've fallen asleep to so many different videos explaining how vinyl is made but it can be very cumbersome it can be tedious and a little boring even to just listen to you know the details of how this stuff works so we'll see if you know some people who know this stuff in and out can come on and and maybe help us with this so yeah back to today's fun fact about vinyl so the 45 and the 33 one is essentially for an album just think about it like that an album and on a 12 inch record you can put four songs on four to six songs on each side so think about the average time or average length of an album right it's like eight songs eight to ten songs nowadays um and so yeah that's four songs on each side four to five songs on each side mostly um that's how your record's broken down there's a big difference and I learned this after a show. I told you guys about the Juju Exchange show at, at Songbird. This was a while back. And um, I bought a record after the show. It was just an amazing show. Probably one of the better shows I've been in, I've been at in, in my entire life. And I've been to a good number of shows. So I'd like to think that that's a, that's a huge compliment. Anyway, so after the show, I go and buy. I go to the merch table and buy the the LP because I I really wanted the LP. The L, I mean, if if their music is anything, if the LP is anything like the music I just heard here tonight, it's gonna be fire. I I just know it. So I go and grab the LP. Me and the girlfriend take it home. We're like right away. We're like high from the music, so we're like we want to just relive the moment that we just had at, at Songbird. So I put the record on a turntable. It's 12 inches. It's like all my other records. So, and I don't co- I don't collect seven inches. So I don't really, I don't really have to, you know, fidget with my turntable too much to change the speeds or to even change the uh, the little uh, the the size of the record. Right? 
like you'll see those little dials on your turntable if you look at them um, if, if you were like me before this and you didn't look at your dials I guarantee you'll do it now so I put the record on the table I'm thinking it's a 33 and a third because I mean it's a 12 inch right why the fuck would it not be a 33 so I just push play and I go sit down on the couch the music starts playing and it sounds like it's just it sounds like it's been chopped and screwed it sounds like it's been I, I thought maybe we were like maybe this is what they really sounded like and in, in in the live stuff we heard they couldn't replicate it so like maybe like so I'm enjoying this still right like I'm enjoying the, the music but I'm like something's off like is this, this is this the group that we just went to go see the girlfriend she's a little lost too she she doesn't really know she's like i guess and so we just enjoy like we get to like the second song and it's still like this it's very sluggish it's very it's very very bad by the third song i'm like no something's off here so i go to pick up the the the, the cover the sleeve and i notice on the back it says 45 45 speed so I go to the turntable and I press in my, my little button that, you know, if you press it in, it goes to 45. If you press it again, it pops out and it plays it at 33. I press it in 45 and voila, the music I had heard at the concert. <laughs> so I really, I really think that like stories like that are real prime examples of like why you not need to know like everything about your hobby or or this or music or vinyl or whatever but there are certain things that i feel like if i had known this before hey maybe i wouldn't have ruined a record or maybe i wouldn't have you know thought a record was bad because you know my mind immediately went to how many records have i played at a 33 that i should have played at a 45 i don't know right i've played so many records i have so many records like Maybe there were some that I should have played at a 45. It's very interesting. Um, so again, I'll come every week with one of those tidbits, one of those things. And maybe, maybe it helps somebody. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it makes you laugh. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Tell me if you have any of those funny, embarrassing moments. Uh, if you, if you knew anything about the speeds when you first got into it, if that was your jam already, then let me know. I, I want to know some of your stories, some of your, um, experiences with vinyl when you first got started. I think that'll be really cool to have to shout out here on the podcast. So I want to know, you can email them to me at the record spinner podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on IG and Twitter at rebirth of the cool. And of course, the website, therecordspinner.com. The forum is still happening. I'm still getting things together. If you're late to the party, it's going to be your own fault. All right, guys, take care. I want to hear from you. Share, rate the podcast if you can, like the podcast if you can. Definitely share it with your family and friends if they're into music or they're into like, you know, dweebs talking about music, whatever. I don't know share the podcast, like the podcast, rate the podcast. And of course, follow the podcast. If you aren't already, how crazy are you not to follow this podcast? It's, it's one of the best podcasts in the world. Second to Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. 
I'm kidding. Joe Rogan is a good podcast. Interesting guest. I want to have a setup like him, actually. So shout outs to Joe Rogan. Peace, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Record Spinner with your host, me, Noel. Peace.